This Nano Nerd Cognito is brought to you by our friends at the Red Room. Red Room just announced Wretched Epoch version 2, second edition, and it looks spectacular. We encourage you to check it out and all of their other goods at their website, which is theredroom.com, only the Red Room is backwards, so it's M-O-O-R-D-E-R-E-H-T.com, or at Big Geek Emporium. Red Room is a proud sponsor of our show, and we are happy to call them friends as well. We loved Wretched Epoch when we reviewed it earlier, and the second edition is just that much better. So check it out and all of Miguel and Sylvia's hard work at the two locations before. That's M-O-O-R-D-E-R-E-H-T dot com and on Big Geek Emporium. Now, on with the show. <laughs> Welcome to Nano Nerd Cognito, and as you heard from the show before, I am joined by my good friends and co-hosts Bert and Kyle. Uh, glad to have you on for this overtime segment. We we just were talking and talking and talking, and it was such a great week. We <laughs> looked down at the clock and said, "Holy shit, we're overtime. We better we better bump it to a nano." So here we are. Uh, but Bert and Kyle are here. Hey, Bert. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Ryan. I'm getting time and a half for this, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because anything times zero is zero. <laughs> uh, also, oh, we heard him. We heard him still sticking around is our guest from this week. And you know him. You love him from the Biggest Geekest podcast as well as all of the stuff like Big Geek Con and his involvement with the Emporium. Hey, Randy. Thank you hey, for hey, sticking guys. around. Yeah. Look at this. You got an episode and a nano, my friend. <laughs> Dang. What did I do to deserve this? This is but awesome. You were an awesome friend, and we just kept talking and talking and talking and ran over time. And, uh, you know, it sounds stupid. And I say this every time we we run over time and have to release a nano. Um, and sometimes we just release nanos for fun. But usually it's because, you know, we're buddies just sitting around and BSing. Um, but... Anytime, if I were to keep this into the core show, right? Anytime we're significantly over an hour, no one will listen. <laughs> like the <laughs> listener numbers get cut in half. Uh, so we literally, hundreds of people will tune out if it's significantly over an hour. So it's better to cut it and have a second show. Um, you know, I wonder if we, if Joe and I should do that. Cause honestly, I'm, I'm the opposite. I will listen to two to three hour podcasts. I can't watch live plays. They bore me, but I can absolutely listen to podcasts forever when I'm biking or exercising or whatever. I don't know for your format, since you guys do video, if it's necessarily a good move. I think for our format, because, you know, folks listen to us when they're working out or driving to work in the car or stuff like that, that the predictable and sort of canned nature of an hour show works really well the average commutes a half an hour so they listen to us halfway in halfway back and that's a day of their commute that they don't have to stare at traffic or listen to to some schlock jock right yeah and i always like it because your show always drops the day we we do ours so as soon as you if you drop a show i'm like oh crap yeah i'm supposed to be on the show tonight hey we we, <laughs> we just we switched recently right we used to drop wednesday the day after you right but yeah. um, Tuesdays are just better for, uh, unfortunately, for my schedule. So, 
It's um, better for me, so don't change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, we talked about lots of stuff. We talked about how we're not real gamers because we like 13th Age this week. We talked about uh, uh, all the, the fun two new games in the news that uh, I, I maybe we'll run that Waffle House game. I'm really thinking about it. It, it would be great if we – the problem is – and again, it comes down to time, right? When are the four of us going to have two to four hours to sit on stream and do this? It's a good question. And plus, playing that game is really going to make me want Waffle House. Well, see, that's what that's what I would want to do. I would want to go to the Waffle House and be like, look, here you go, sweetheart. I'm tipping you 40 bucks. Just leave us alone and keep the drinks full. And they have good internet at the Waffle House. Maybe we should play it all at our own Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Was... I was I was I was beat up enough in high school. I don't need to go to Waffle House and get beat up there. <laughs> well, I should say that I have my. I mean, I do have the summer off. This is the first time I've taken the summer off in years, but. Um, I still got lots to do, so a lot of big honeydew lists. So yeah, you know, one of the perks that I miss about education is is oh, the yeah. summers. But um, yep. I don't miss anything else. Not not <laughs> anything. There's no part of me that says, "Boy, I, I wish I you know could do this." The only thing I miss is summer vacation. Right, and that just speaks that. It was time for me to move on, and I did, and I, I'm better for it. Bert, you needed to tell me. I was a really miserable prick towards the end there, wasn't I? A <laughs> little bit. You were pretty <laughs> salty at the end. You know, you... Come on, Bert. Just say it. Just say it, man. Just tell him. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were really salty about your job at the end there. You would go – I thought rants about things like Sparkle Trolls and the FOSR were bad. No, the, the rants you had about your job as a teacher were a lot worse. Oh, man, yeah. 20 years, 20 years of my life wasted in 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 a place where at the end it just wasn't for me. It just changed you so taught, much. Yeah, yeah, you taught public schools, right? Like high school and middle school. I, I taught public school and then I was in post secondary at the very end of my career. And um I, I was teacher, administrator, it didn't matter. Right, yeah. I, I, yeah. I've, I've been on both sides of the desk and in and out of the office and the classroom, and it just got so insufferable. And I was uh, effectively doing things that I really, you know, I have an opinion about games and our nerd stuff, but I really philosophically was opposed to. I thought there was more harm being introduced than good, and Agreed. I didn't have a choice. And uh, my choice was it was time to go. And uh, it was scary. It was scary, Randy. It's all I knew. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I don't know what I would do. I uh, I have uh, a lot of autonomy at the college I teach in, uh, but uh, I have to deal with, you know, meetings and what they're trying to push. And I just do as little of that stuff as I have to. And in my classroom, it's Randy's classroom. We move on. Right. I, I knew at the end it was bad when I had a parent. And again, this is not K to 12. This is this is post secondary. A yep. parent calling and complaining and I actually had to entertain a meeting with them. Like I was told, "No, you you'll sit down with this mother." And and yep. and I said, "Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, I have skills elsewhere." And <laughs> and well, the rest is history. So yep. we had a 
big because, you know, we all like our food. We talked about, um, obviously, the Waffle House thing. We talked about milkshakes. And then Bert stumbled across yet another one of these kitschy hobby cookbooks, and it inspired what he wanted to talk about. So, Bert, why don't you bring us into this conversation? Sure. I mean, you know, whenever I'm checking out gaming news or things like that, because I, I do try to do a little research for current events for the show, just in case there's something to talk about. What's research? <laughs> you know, read articles, check reviews, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, right, right, right. But, uh, but I keep getting ads for gaming-related cookbooks. Bless you. Um, you know, and I thought it would be kind of fun to talk about this a little bit. I even found a top 10 list from, you know, a very unreliable source. It's from CBR.com. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Comicbookresources.com. Yep. Clickbait central. <laughs> exactly. But it got me thinking about, because these are all real gaming cookbooks, and it got me thinking about it. I know people who have a couple of gaming cookbooks, and people go crazy for them. But, you know, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on them. All right, so let's talk about it in general. This is just the monetization of the hobby. I, I mean, it, it really is, right? I could give or take the gaming cookbook in general. doesn't matter to me. Now, Randy, you said you like them. Oh, not cookbooks. I like food. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a cook at all. No, I have a lot of friends that like them. Okay, okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, Kyle, uh, when you are playing Le Gourmand... Are, are you going to reach for the Beholder's Guide to Italian Cuisine? No. <laughs> and I, I, okay, here's my opinion. I actually, I have a friend, um, and I, he invited me over. He needed another player for Twilight Imperium. So, you know, that was years of my life wasted in a weekend. <laughs> no, 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 but, no. We have a friend, Dan, that says we can, we can absolutely start to finish that in four and a half, five hours. Yeah, you can't you can't do that. Okay. Can't do <laughs> anyway. That. Anyway. Anyway, so we go over to his house, and, you know, we break for lunch, we go upstairs on his counter in his kitchen with his cookbooks was uh and I don't even remember the name of it now, but it was that fifth edition cookbook oh, for D and D yeah. that was that was released. And here's the exact first thought that ran through my head. Why in the hell? So that's my that's my opinion. I would I would never buy one. I would never use one. I don't understand it. It's an alien concept to me. It's a waste of money. I was right. waiting for Kyle. I was waiting for Kyle to finish that, but then it made sense. Yeah. No. No. Uh, so, <laughs> what in the hell? So, Bert, what's our metric for this? You're gonna you're gonna run through the list, and we're just gonna say whether we really hate it strongly or only mildly hate it. <laughs> well, I mean. I think that, you know, for this, you know, obviously the answer for all of you is going to be no, but some of these are going to be worse than others. So I think that we'll go through the list, see if anybody has any feedback on them. And then once we get to the end of the list, everybody will pick the one that they hate the most. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm on board. I, I'm Sounds good. I'm, I'm all on board. I, I'm interested to hear the list. I really kind of want to hear what what uh, games these you know what cookbooks so, for games are out there cbr my friend <laughs> I, so i will give you the name of the cookbook and then the just the blurb that they give brief synopsis of it you know if you want to chime in on it great when we get to the end of the list if you uh 
You know, if you want, we're all going to go around and say which one we hate the most. All right, number 10. <laughs> number 10, the official Halo cookbook. Hmm. Seven, 70 dishes <laughs> for fan to, fans to make. Seven, 70, uh, seven, zero. Seven, zero. Okay. Recipes range from beginner to advanced. Uh, offerings include Master Chief's chili sam- and everything else from sandwiches to bur- and burgers to drinks and desserts. Now, I haven't played Halo since Halo 2. But I did buy the Master Chief collection, as I do with all sorts of video games, and never installed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Halo fans, any any Halo fans? Not me. I played it. I played the original Halo way back on the Xbox back in the day. Funnily enough, I don't remember any food in the game at all. No, no. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. I didn't think it was much about eating. I thought it was a lot of. Bet you can tenderize some shit with a needler, though. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right, number nine. Number nine. The Destiny Cookbook. <laughs> yep, this, this one is written from the perspective of a chef traveling in the Destiny universe. Recipes from characters in the game create delicious drinks like Reveler's Tonic and treats like... Galler doodles, as well as staples like coleslaw and spicy ramen. Now, does this cookbook just have the title, and you have to have a microtransaction to get the actual recipe? <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, I never got into Destiny. Uh, neither did I. Number eight. Number eight. The Elder Scrolls Cookbook. The Elder Scrolls official cookbook takes fans from the lands of Skyrim, Morrowind, and Tamriel with recipes from Nords, Bosmer, and Khajiit. 50 recipes. Uh, Saltress porridge, sunlight souffle, water of life, etc. Okay. I think all of us have spent an abnormally large amount of time in, in the various worlds of Elder Scrolls. Nope. No. Michael- <laughs> Dude, I told you, I'm not a video game guy, but my played the living crap out of Skyrim. Yeah, my question is, does is there a recipe for sweet rolls? I'm sure there is. Right. I, I'm sure there is. There has to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven. Well, that was number seven. No, that was number eight. Oh, okay. My brain's still working. Number eight. or num- <laughs> Just go. <laughs> number seven. The Overwatch cookbook. Gives fans delicious recipes, little bits of lore, with each recipe based on the characters or the setting they're named after. Um, you can make favorite dishes based on the characters like to drinks like the 76 or Valkyrie's flight, almost a hundred recipes. Once again, like an FPS for a cookbook. Okay. All right. Number six, number six, uh, the monster hunter cookbook <laughs> called, wait, it's called the Meowskiller chef. Meowskiller chef. Right. Got it. All right. Um, yep. Uh, it's you can craft items from the game, including drinks, soups, roasts, and desserts. Twenty-nine savory recipes, but it's worth noting that it's only currently available in Japanese. Oh. So this is this is based off a video game, not based off Monster Hunter's Inc. The book series. No, no, this is based off a video game, okay. Monster Hunter. Right. Yeah, yeah. You you run around and slay dinosaurs and build weapons. Gotcha. I played it for a little bit. I played it for a little bit. Kyle, did you play Monster Hunter? No. no. Um, I've heard of it. I've heard of it, and I know people who did, and there, I know a lot of people who who liked it quite a bit. Yeah, it, it kept my attention for a while, and then <laughs> something else, uh, you know, 
ADD. Shiny. Uh, something else came <laughs> yep. and I never played it again. So, all right. Yep. Number five. Uh, the Ultimate Final Fantasy fourteen Cookbook. The Essential Guide to Heidelin. Oh, wait a minute. Final Fantasy fourteen. That's that's the MMO. Okay. Right. All right. Fans can cook up things like Dodo Omelette and Starlight Dodo from over 70 recipes, including drinks and desserts. Each recipe comes with an anecdote about its discovery and mouthwatering pictures of the finished product. Man, these are all just fucking cash grabs. <laughs> Did I, I bet my buddy, I got a buddy, he's on the show a lot, Patrick. I yeah, he, yeah. He, he, probably, he probably owns that book. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cook, though. He's a good cook. Number four. Uh, Fallout, the Vault Dweller's official cookbook. 75 recipes, including appetizers, desserts, and everything in between. Each recipe is cleverly named after an in-game creature, character, or item, such as mole rat, wonder meat dip, and radioactive gumdrops. It even includes a recipe for the famed Nuka-Cola. Oh. Oh. That's that's like okay. the only thing that that I wasn't expecting was oh they there's a recipe for Nuka Cola okay okay I'm, I'm a fan of Fallout number three number three uh, the World of Court Warcraft has two cookbooks World of Warcraft the official cookbook and World of Warcraft new flavors from Azeroth um, offering up dishes like. Nomerican Nuggets and Arden Apple Pie. This book is sure to satisfy the hunger of any druid or orc. Fair. I dodged the WoW bullet. I've played exactly zero hours of WoW in my life, despite people begging, begging me to join that that cult. One of my real-life friends that's on the show a lot, you might have seen commenting Martinson. Yes. He's probably got both. He's a he used to be a big WoW guy. I think he's he's now out of it though. But he played for many years. I never I never played any MMOs at all. Really, I installed it and played it for about an hour, and then I decided that I didn't really want to go down that path. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it is it, it's an investment, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I know people who've played, you know. Hundreds and thousands of hours of Warcraft. Yeah. I tell you guys, with video games, let's tell you where I'm at. The last video game that I played was Baldur's Gate. And Ooh. I do mean the original. Uh, <laughs> you, you know what you should get then, Randy? What's that? Uh, there are two, uh, effectively, Baldur's Gate clones that are exceptional. Exceptional oh. games. Uh, Pillars okay. of Eternity and Pillars of Eternity 2. And oh. the gameplay is incredibly familiar it's got a great story so you know it's not for everybody it has a story um but yeah i'm trying i'm trying to be i'm i'm really trying (laughs) (laughs) Um, does it use use the 13th the arc mage engine sometimes it it just comes out (laughs) Uh, go ahead uh no it, it 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 does use the ogl um but it's it's spectacular it's really, it's really a good video game presentation, and if you are a fan of Baldur's Gate, um, you owe it to yourself to check it out. Um, I owned uh, Baldur's Gate one and two. I think I got three, two Throne of a Hall. I had uh, what's that? Planescape Torment. Still have it, and I bought that special Planescape. There was a. I'm sorry to Bogart you here. No. Bert. I'm sorry. No, you got um, the uh, PS2. They had a special 
a, they made a revamp of it. I forgot who did it. And I got that super deluxe shaped like a beholder. Uh, uh, I, remember, I remember that. Yes. Yeah. For the PS2. And I've yet to play it. And I really could kick myself. I should. I got. Uh, I don't have a lot of time, but I should sit down and try it. I did love games back in the day. Well, not to, <laughs> not to twist your arm or anything, but I'm going to throw uh, a link to it in our text chat. Okay. Um, it's actually 75% off right now. So it's less than 10 bucks for the original game. Oh, so dang. Okay. I, I would check it out. Pillars of Eternity, it's great. It's great. That's all That's all I've got to say. Um, okay. right, number I would second that. It's a great game. Yes. Okay. Cool. Number two. Uh, the Tomb Raider, the official cookbook and travel guide. Only if she's serving the dishes. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> number one. <laughs> I, I, you, you can give us the blurb. I'm just saying, there's only about four things that I'm interested in eating from Lara Croft. <laughs> I mean, this one has 40 recipes with named after key characters and locations from the places that Lara Croft has visited on her adventures in her 25-year history. There are places I want to visit on her. <laughs> <laughs> but it gives you recipes for things like okonomiyaki and things like that. So it sounds like there are some real recipes there. Climbing the mountains. Spelunking in the caves. <laughs> <laughs> I am a tomb raider. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Number one, according to uh, Shit CBR, the number one game themed cookbook is Street Fighter, the official cookbook. What? What? Product placement Capcom. Need I say more? Anyway. Yeah. 80 recipes reflect a multicultural group of characters. Each recipe comes with an anecdote written by the author, noting how they got their recipe. Um, it includes with items named after characters and special moves like rolling thunder uh, and what is this? Skoryuken Macha Affogato. So, number one was Street Fighter, coincidentally immediately around the time of the release of street fighter six. All right. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just putting, I'm just putting that out there. Um, so all of these, uh, video game or, or some are the, I guess some could go into the tabletop round, but I think the list, the author exclusively went the video game route because the D and D cookbooks was surprisingly absent from the list. Correct. Um, yeah. All right, well, let's 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 go around the horn. Um, Kyle, gun to your head, you have to pick one. What are you going to reach for to cook? Uh, the Elder Scrolls one. Why? Uh, just because I've logged so many hours with Skyrim and um, Morrowind too. Um, I I really enjoy. Uh, the Elder Scrolls series. I think they're. I think they're good games. Um, if, if I was going to buy one, which isn't going to happen, but if <laughs> that would be the one. Um, so, what's your go-to honorable... Elder Scrolls build? Oh well, like everybody else in the world, stealth, stealthy <laughs> guy, stealth, stealth, kind of an assassin kind of guy. Right. So. Right. Right. Uh, you you had an honorable uh, mention you wanted to go, but I stepped all over you. Uh, honorable mention would be the Fallout one, you know, which is another Bethesda game. But uh, Fallout's a good series. I mean, I haven't played them all, but I've played some of them. It's I, I like it. Interesting enough, Randy. 
Uh, are we going with the ones we like or the one we the Oh, that's like, right. Like, we were supposed to do the ones do we like. dislike the, the most. Um, right. I am, the ones you I'm hated. not the guy. I'm not a video game guy. And I'm, but I was intrigued by the Fallout one because of the Nukem Cola recipe. I think that's pretty interesting. Um, See, so we're, we're such positive, <laughs> optimistic people. That we just went uh-huh. for the good through all of this. Uh, no, we see we see the good in everything. We do. How, how we do, do you piss people off, Ryan? You're you're such a good a good guy. It's you all, see the best in folks. All I see is the good. You know, someone <laughs> saying they want to take this cripple and beat them up, but wouldn't feel the fulfillment because they knew that they just beat a cripple. Um, oh, I look for the good in that. Um, right. <laughs> oh, my. All right, so, so Fallout for, for Randy for Nuka-Cola. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Kyle, if you had to make a, 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 an eye roll pick for the worst, because that was originally the, the, the gimmick, uh, what would be your eye roll pick? Whatever the one that was only available in Japanese. <laughs> the Monster Hunter cookbook. Yeah, why put that on the list unless you're publishing this article only for, you know, only in Japan? I'll tell you why. CBR. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, what's your, what's your uh, stinker on that list? The number one, Street Fighter. They just pummel each other. I don't get the point <laughs> in even having a cookbook. That seems ridiculous. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll go next and let Bert wrap it up since it's his, his list. Um. If I were going to pick something from that list, I probably am am going to buy the Elder Scrolls cookbook because the and for different reasons than Kyle, the world that it comes from is slightly representative of actual cultures that we have here. Not not the Khajiit, right? Uh, whatever, <laughs> fucking cat people. Um, as it relates to a cookbook, but. The Nords, you know, they could, I could see them very much having like a Scandinavian sort of feel to the recipes that they're going to bring in. And as someone that wants to enjoy what I'm eating, at least I I can understand that theme. I just have to stay away from any Dutch recipes. (laughs) You can't stop. I can't. can't I can't. The the floodgates have opened. Um, As far as my stinker from that list... I've got to go with the Final Fantasy cookbook only because A, it's spawned from an MMO, which means that outside of the crafting environment from that game, the basis is just people blindly picking out of a hat some recipes and saying, how can we tie this to, to Final Fantasy? So I'm sure there's going to be Whatever the cooking recipes from the game are, there's going to be recipes that are titled that in the book. But it, it just, it just to me, seemed like the most cash-grabby of all of them. Bert. Wow, I'm, I'm way off base with either one of you, with any of you guys. I would go for the uh, Tomb Raider cookbook. Yeah, um, I already told you I would go for that. No. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Well, you know my you know my love of foreign food and le- and learning to make something new. You know, a chance to pick up forty new recipes from all over the world. You know yeah. that that kind of appeals to me. Okay, fair um, enough. The uh, the one that I would definitely uh, you know eye roll avoid would be the Wow Cookbook. 
You know, I never, I never saw the appeal of WoW, and you know, a bunch of fictional recipes from that world just doesn't tickle my fancy. I hear you. I hear you. Well, good, good picks, gentlemen. Good picks. Um, am I going to buy any of these cookbooks? Not a chance. No, not no. a chance. No, 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 no. I think it's funny how sometimes but obviously they're selling right randy you said your buddy had had the one sitting in his i kitchen. have a couple of friends yeah i think um, i think my buddy martinson's got the wow cookbooks i'm in fact i would bet 50 bucks that he does and my uh other friend i know kind of collects them but he has more of the D D type ones but i would be shocked if he didn't have that final the final fantasy 14 is the kind of the mmo style right 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 yeah he probably he probably has that See, I, I, I guess, I don't know, maybe we are just cut from a different cloth, but I, 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 when I look at that stuff, I'm like, this is nothing but an IP cash grab, which I'm not faulting them for doing it, but oh, no. I, I can't see myself buying it, but clearly there's enough of an audience that they're being produced, so. Yep. I, yeah, when I go yeah. to look for a cookbook, I'm looking to pick up a new skill. I mean, you know, that's why, you know, I buy something like the Smoker's Bible, not, you know, the Tamriel cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, favorite, favorite, uh, I guess, cuisine of if you had to pick or narrow it down, or we won't call it a favorite, but, you know, if it's in your top two or three, we're going to the restaurant, boys. Before we go to the club, before we go to the casino, we're going to get a nice meal. Uh, where, what are you nominating, Bert? Uh, Korean barbecue goes great with a night mm. of drinking, and you know, ton of meat and sides. You'll be filled up and ready to go. Knew that was coming, Kyle. Kansas City barbecue, because oh. I mean, it's just I, I got to pimp my home hometown here, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, good's good, Kyle. Don't matter, dude. It's, it's good stuff, man. I don't, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good barbecue across this country. Uh, in my opinion, Kansas city is just the best. It's, it's, you get that sweet and savory, sweet and spicy thing going on at the same time and, uh, smoke a lot of meat. Yeah. Put a little sauce on it. It's, it's good stuff. Man. See, I know this is going to be blasphemous, but I am a fan of Carolina barbecue. So, uh, I like, I, I like, I, I like Carolina. Carolina is uh, based. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And and I like I like Carolina barbecue. I I do, but I like Kansas City better. Fair enough. Fair enough. Randy, what are you running Dude, up I'm the a, flagpole? I tell you what, I've uh, only been introduced to this food in the last probably five years. Indian food. I really? Love oh, in, yes, spicy. Choice. I love it. Yep. We uh we got Indian this week. Um and oh, I, I love it. I got a mess of it for takeout i oh and it's i ate it for like two days it was, it was yes it was good you have to be careful though because it's either really good or really terrible and if it's really oh, okay. terrible you're in for a night on the thunder bucket just fair warning oh okay i was just gonna say you know if we're going out before a night of drinking i don't know that indian food would be my for be my choice but that's uh, true that's true um <laughs> Because the after effects could be devastating. <laughs> um, I don't know. Hungover after bad Indian food sounds like a nightmare. I don't know how predictable this will be for me and my snooty ass, but uh, I'm gonna throw sushi up the up up the flagpole. Um, I love going out, and it's one thing that if you find a really good sushi restaurant. 
um, is predictably excellent. And one thing, the the more I age, the more I get close to close to the taking the final dirt nap, the more I go out. And it's not that it's a bad meal, but I look at it at the end of the night and I say, I'm not not disappointed. But I'm not blown away. And I know that I can be blown away by phenomenal sushi all the time. So You can throw sushi wherever the hell you want. <laughs> I like sushi, but it's just an appetizer to me. I am not satisfied. I mean, But I've also never like got a whole boat and ate it with a couple of buddies. So. Well, see, interestingly enough, I hate salmon, right? So <gasps> I, can't, Ooh, I, love fish. I can't do uh, the boat because salmon's the filler fish when it comes to sushi it's cheap comparative to the the, the other stuff and mm-hmm. uh, most sushi restaurants like to fill out those boats with the salmon i am a straight up fan of incredible fatty toonie toonie tuna tuna he's good fatty toonie fatty toonie fatty toonie um but I, I i could sit there and eat that all night long so it is good Boy, now I'm hungry, guys. Yeah, I think I like oh, the taste sorry. of wasabi better than sushi. I like sushi, but I think I like the wasabi on it the best. Well, you know, you know, it's it's finger food, you, and you make it the way you want it. I've seen people eat right the on. ginger with it too. It's a little yep. strange to me, but s- some yep. folks wrap like the ginger around their piece and, and go to town. And hey, whatever whatever floats your boat, as long right as it's on. not a salmon sushi boat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, I think that. We've had a good follow-up chat. We we talked about these ridiculous cookbooks. Holy crap. And we got to spend more time with our good friend Randy. Uh, oh, Randy, yeah, Big Geek Con coming up. Tell everybody about it right quick. Big Geek Con, September 22nd, 23rd, Saginaw, Michigan. The Big Geek guys will be there with a lot of friends. We're excited to check it out. Tabletop events. Big Geek Con 1. Absolutely. If you can make the drive up, do it. Do it, do it. Like-minded folks from the hobby that'll throw a story game at you like a motherfucker. Thirteenth age is on the menu, baby. <laughs> uh, also, don't forget to follow uh, the Nerd Cognito Twitter account on said Twitter machine. Uh, there you get little previews at the stuff we're going to talk about the week. You get some witty insight. Uh, you get a lot of entertaining banter and it is the summer season of giveaways uh right now we're giving away david gwill's monster masterpiece dungeons and delvers the hard copy edition as well as fractured brain studios dystopian dawn both the player's guide and the game master's guide uh find the promotional tweets on twitter at nerdcognito do the promotional stuff and uh we will give those away to you that is going to run through the end of june well gentlemen it has been exceptionally fun we've got to do it again sometime i think randy you know anytime you want to show up um i'm going to leave your 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 account in our recording platform so you can just show up you know that's dangerous uh, you made that up i might show up a lot you know when and where we are anytime you want to show up come on in you can sit in for a segment or sit in for the news and bail me (laughs) out of that atrocity and maybe we'll talk about you know 13th age and get ridiculed for it later on i think we should i'm down for some ridicule (laughs) 
<laughs> well, my name is Ryan David. You can follow me at I Hate Ryan David. Uh, Kyle, our co-host, you can follow him at Dying Breed TT. And Bert, you can't follow him at all. <laughs> the Invisible Man strikes again. Indeed, indeed. Uh, that's all we've got for you, Randy. Thanks again for stopping by. Give our best to Joe. Uh, remember to register for Big Geek Con. Good, good stuff and. Gosh darn it, now I'm going to see if my schedule and my travel will allow it. Hey, you can sit in at a table where I'm running a game and belittle me to my face for a change. So register for Big Geek Con. That's all I've got for us this week. My name's Ryan David. Thanks for tuning in again, and we'll see you next Tuesday for the full show, because it's not just an anno. Uh, Subscribe at the podcast provider of your choice. We'll talk at you then. Goodbye, everybody.